Good morning. Almost a year after it was vandalized, and more than half a century after it last held class, the historic Ashburn Colored School is completely renovated and open again. For Monday, September 18th, it's your Loud Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are? Get in touch at loudonnow.com slash advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com slash advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The Ashburn Colored School has stood as a monument on the side of Ashburn Road for 124 years, but it hasn't always been a monument to happy things. It was first opened in 1892 to serve Loudoun's black population, long before the schools were desegregated. It kept holding classes in one unheated room with no running water until the late 1950s. In 2014, the Loudoun School for the Gifted bought the schoolhouse. The students started raising money to renovate the building, but by last September, they'd only raised a few thousand dollars of their $100,000 goal. That's when five teenagers vandalized the building overnight with swastikas and other hateful messages. But that turned out to be a sort of ironic blessing. When that news broke, there was an outpouring of support from the community. People volunteered to help clean up the building and started donating money to the cause. Within weeks, they'd reached their goal. And on Saturday, the Loudoun School for the Gifted unveiled the fully renovated Ashburn Colored School. Several people who'd attended the school were on hand to see it reopened as a museum. Dorothy Carpenter presented a certificate of promotion from second grade to third, signed by the school's former teacher, Lola Jackson. Louise Windsor presented a painting she'd made of the school as it stood before it closed. Ms. Windsor also thanked the students for being the ones to save the school. She said it's a history that we cannot forget. And Deep Sran, the founder of the Loudoun School for the Gifted and a candidate in the Democratic primary for the 10th Congressional District, said he likes to talk about the school, quote, not as a memorial just to a divided America, but a monument to what's best in us. It is a monument to the possible future, he said. It is a monument to what we can do together when we commit to work for our children and our future. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story, including what a few other people at the ceremony said, like Attorney General Mark Herring and County Chair Phyllis Randall. We've also got a bunch of pictures from the weekend of the renovated school. It's all at loudonnow.com slash morning minute. In other news, the Loudoun County Chamber of Commerce got its first look at some of the challengers for the Virginia House of Delegates on Friday. The chamber was trying out a new format for their candidate form, seven-minute roundtable discussions with each candidate, after which each candidate would get up and move to another table. 
In other words, speed dating. The chamber invited all 14 of the candidates, incumbent delegates, and their challengers for the Virginia House of Delegates to its policymaker series House of Delegates Candidate Forum on Friday. Twelve of them showed up. Only Suba Cola, who's challenging John Bell for the 87th, and Carrie Delaney, who's challenging Jim LeMunyon for the 67th, didn't show. The new format was very well received by the chamber's members. Chamber President and CEO Tony Howard said it fostered a civil and productive dialogue and let people go into depth if they wanted, as opposed to the grandstanding and yelling you see on TV. The people there had a few things on their mind to talk to the candidates about, all of which will probably sound familiar. Metro rail funding, transportation, education, and workforce and affordable housing, to name a few. And Mr. Howard said every candidate he asked said if Metro can demonstrate that it's got its management issues together and it's shaping up, they'd go to bat for more Metro money from the state. We Virginians go to the polls on November 7th. And here's our annual Loudoun County is again the wealthiest county in the nation headline. Loudoun County is again the wealthiest county in the nation. The U.S. Census Bureau has released its 2016 estimates, and in terms of median household income, Loudoun is only pulling ahead. The median household income in Loudoun last year was $134,464, almost $14,000 more than the second place, Howard County, Maryland. The median household income here rose $8,564 from last year. A few caveats on this number that we always like to bring up. Median household income counts everybody in the house. So if you have more people working in a house, that means more income. This number also only counts localities with populations of 65000 or more. And as a person who pays rent, I can tell you it does not take into account the cost of living. Still, obviously there's a lot of money in Loudoun. The D.C. area, generally, has 10 of the 25 wealthiest counties in the country. On Friday, the sheriff showed off the office's new drone, a nearly $100,000 piece of equipment that has a camera, can see an infrared, and can track down people in Project Lifesaver. Project Lifesaver is a way to keep track of people with autism or dementia who are just otherwise prone to wandering off. It's a small, waterproof radio transmitter a person wears on their wrist, and if they wander off, law enforcement can home in on that signal and bring them home quickly. From the ground, unfortunately, sometimes they can't pick that signal up from very far away. But from the air, they can find people from miles away. A lot of law enforcement offices have drones now, but the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office is the first locality in Virginia with Project Lifesaver technology mounted on a drone. More than 100 people are enrolled in the program in Loudoun, and they've brought back people 23 times since 2010. Wine Kitchen raised $2,000 for Mobile Hope Loudon with a dinner fundraiser. I tell you that to tell you this. Chef Tim Rowley put together a special menu with sweet tea fried chicken with watermelon glaze and a special rosé sangria. A personal digression, as a person who was born south of the Mason-Dixon line, I think sweet tea fried chicken with watermelon glaze pretty much hits every food group for me. Uh, changing topics, four gunmen hit the High Up convenience store in Sterling on Saturday at about 3.40 in the afternoon. Four armed males dressed all in black hit the store in broad daylight and stole cash and cigarettes from the store and the people shopping there. Investigators have released still shots of the suspects, which you can see on our website. And the Bluemont Fair kept the tradition alive for a 48th year this past weekend. Fair co-chair Jen Stone said turnout was better than last year. People came out to see colonial reenactors, 21 musical performances, a beer garden, a pickle and pie contest, and just all kinds of stuff. The Bluemont Citizens Association has been putting on the fair since 1969. 
Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. While you're there, check out our photo gallery from the demonstration of the sheriff's new drone and from Benefit Loudon, which brought rock and roll and nonprofits to Village at Leesburg on Saturday. I said uh, come out and say hello, and a lot of people did, so thanks for coming out. It's all at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, it's the first night of watercolor classes with Elaine Nunley at the Cooley Gallery in Leesburg. Tickets are $150, and it starts tonight at 6.30 p.m. The classes are for people who are new to painting or have a little experience. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. Okay.